Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, one and all. This is the one and only Robert Rogers, your host of the Parkinson's Recovery Radio Show, which airs every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The show today is going to answer and address a question that I think is quite fascinating. What really is one of the primary root factors that happens to be responsible for causing the symptoms that are responsible for a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease? Dr. Jacqueline Gisburn has been asking that question in her neurofeedback research for the last four years with a specific focus on individuals who currently have the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. And she has finally developed some amazing and stunning answers to that question. I'm going to air an interview with Dr. Gisburn in just a few minutes. Sit on the edges of your seat to see whether or not what she has to say might in any way call to you as something that sounds dead right for you. First, a few announcements, and I want to play a couple of clips of individuals who are going to be presenting amazing workshops at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe. For those of you who haven't heard, we're doing the annual Parkinson's Recovery Summit, February 21st in the evening for for our reception, and then 22nd, 23rd, and 24th at the La Fonda Hotel in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Individuals who will be presenting workshops, and there will be 18 amazing workshops in total, are coming from across Canada, across the United States, in order to be able to convene together in one place at one time. All of the people presenting workshops have been guests on this very radio show at some point over the past four years. I must report to you, I am dazzled and awed and honored by the individuals who will be coming to the summit. They are researchers. They are persons who have had Parkinson's and have figured out how to reverse their symptoms. There are people who have decided that it's possible for the body to heal, and then the question really just turns on what is it is the factor that's causing the symptoms. They get to work, and by Jove, they find answers that work for them. Some of the people are symptom-free today. Others are fully and completely functional. It will be, I promise you, a truly amazing experience. The La Fonda Hotel itself is now full. There was a second hotel that we were able to get a a good, excellent group rate for, but that hotel is also full, mainly because apparently February 21st is a heavy day for Santa Fe, I think because of some other events. However, I do now have a third hotel, which is just one and a half blocks from the La Fonda Hotel, and I've just arranged for a group rate today for the Parkinson's Recovery Summit. It's the Hotel St. Francis, and the standard group rate for Parkinson's Recovery is $119, and for deluxe rooms, the uh, group rate, which is a discounted rate, is $169 per day. The reservations number, for those of you that are looking for a hotel that's really next door, or I should say a block or two away from the La Fonda, is 505-992-5858. There's another quaint hotel that a listener just alerted me to. It's called the Inn on the Alameda. It's just one and one-half blocks from the plaza. In other words, it's right down there in the historic district of Santa Fe. And I believe they can get you a pretty amazing rate if you call. It's a small hotel, so chances are they'll book up. Their number is 888 nine eight four two one two six. Apparently the rate announced is hundred and fifty seven, but the third night is twenty seven dollars. I don't have a group rate for them, but I'm told they've got good reviews for that hotel. And of course the Hotel St. Francis is also an excellent top notch hotel that comes with rave reviews from everyone. So again that reservations number, be sure to tell them it's the Parkinson's Recovery Summit is five zero five nine nine two five eight Two of the individuals who will be not only attending the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, but offering 
one and one half hour workshops where they will preview how it is that they have gone about getting relief from their symptoms are Gord Summer and Holly Hughes. What I'd like to do now before we turn to my interview with Dr. Jacqueline Gisborne is play a clip from both Gord and Holly to give you a taste of some of the amazing experiences that you'll get to have when you actually arrive on the doorsteps of the LaFonda Hotel on February 21st for the evening reception, which starts at 7 p.m. Here's Gord Summer, who basically has a belief that the power of the mind is where it's at, and I can assure you, Gord has figured out how, in fact, you can use your mind to get relief from your symptoms whenever you so declare it to be so. Gord Summer. Gord, tell us all about your Santa Fe workshop. Yes, Robert. The following topics will be covered and are open for discussions. CCSVI under Doppler, namely the opening of the jugular vein in detail its procedure before and after, as well as the experience improvements. The maintenance thereafter, being the first Parkinsonian who underwent CCSVI, what enticed me to go this way, and as always, you are welcome to ask any questions, and yes, you can be critical as well. Heavy metal and Parkinson what they can do to you, where to find them in your body, and most important, how to test for it, as well as selecting a credible doctor for the removal. From herbal chelation to intravenous chelation, we also will cover how modern medicine feels about this procedure and why, etc., etc., etc. We will also cover the most important topic which helped me personally, the power of the mind, the most important weapon against Parkinson, why it is so important, what one can do with it as well as a few demonstrations, what it does for me. Trust me, nothing works without the power of the mind, with the right attitude and positive outlook. My age is 61. I do have Parkinson's since 1999. I am since 2010 well on my way recovering from Parkinson, and do take particular pride in every dent and scratch that I can make into Parkinson by helping fellow Parkinsonians with the experience which worked and works for me. I am delighted to be part of Parkinson recovery and I'm looking forward to working with you to achieve the ultimate goal. See you in Santa Fe. And Gord, how can people get in touch with you in advance if they need to? The easiest is my cell phone number, 647-292-9011. Thanks so much. I look forward to connecting with you again in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Gord. So do I. Thank you so much. And Gord is traveling from Ontario, Canada, down to Santa Fe to offer his workshop. Participants are traveling from across the East Coast, the Midwest, the South, the Northwest, and, of course, the Southwest in order to be able to see the summit. People are coming from Alaska, from Hawaii, from Europe. People are traveling long distances because of the amazing experience that you will have when you actually arrive at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit. Gord Summer did not say during that short clip, and my guess is he won't say during his actual workshop presentation, which is very experiential, by the way, that he has been responsible for having a huge impact on the medical community of researchers who are investigating what can really help individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. He went to a surgeon in California about three years ago and basically said, look, I'm using my intuition here, and of course I'm not a medical doctor, but I'm here to tell you, I think my brain is not getting enough oxygen. Could you please do a test to check blockage of my jugular vein? So the physician reluctantly said, okay, but we don't have any indication that this has anything to do with Parkinson's, and they found he was basically blocked about 95%, which meant he was dead right. 
that he wasn't getting enough uh, uh, basically oxygen and blood to his brain. They did a procedure, which I, I think he'll talk about in the workshop, and lo and behold, right after the procedure, his wife was able to report a huge shift in his symptoms. Today, the, other, the next amazing part of this little story that, again, I don't think Gord would ever tell you is there are now 10 universities that are participating in a study to evaluate just this procedure, in other words, opening up the juggler vein or a procedure that is called CCSVI. So Gord is one among many individuals who will be present in the summit who are really having an amazing impact on how this particular uh, challenge of Parkinson's symptoms is basically being addressed and being solved by in one way or another. Now, the next clip I'm going to play is from another presenter of an amazing workshop at the summit. And I know it's amazing. I'm not just using that word. Holly Hughes was also at the Cincinnati Parkinson's Recovery Summit in 2012. She'll be back in Santa Fe, and here's her discussion about what you're going to learn from Holly Hughes. Holly, tell us all about the workshop that you'll be presenting at the Santa Fe Summit. My workshop is called Self-Meditate, and what I do is I teach people how to tune into their own life force energy using visualization, and um, I clear with imagery as well, and so I teach people how to calm the chatter and get into their body and identify how to use their own life force to heal their bodies. And when I called, you were actually meditating, so you're the real deal, Holly. I am the real deal, Robert. I uh, I practice what I preach. Why? Because it works. <laughs> Anytime if I get into a few days and I say, what's going on? Where is all this chaos coming from? And I know it because I get to just sit down and ground my space. I teach people what it means to ground. We hear a lot of terms in, in meditation. and There are thousands of ways to meditate and thousands of cultures that do it a little differently and even teachers within those that do it differently. And so what they can count on me is to come from somebody who has healed from Parkinson's disease. I, I can recognize the body signals. I can um, recognize a lot and, and put into words. I think the difference is that I get to articulate what people are used to and then sort of create some language and some permission to move forward with creating a um, visual journey and actually an energetic journey with the body. Tell us about any services or products that you'll be bringing to the summit. I have a company called Energy Psy, and one of the favorite things that I'm doing with Parkinson's recovery is vibroacoustic therapy. So I will have the uh, vibroacoustic sound system by Sound Oasis, and this is a cushion that you sit on and actually listen to the vibroacoustic track, which pulls low frequencies. It shifts the uh, way your brain receives vibration. I've, learned from an excellent uh, teacher, Regina Murphy, who says that sound in your body is just as necessary as air and water. And so the vibroacoustic therapy is one immediate um, relief. And then I'll also be bringing some of the uh, detox systems that have worked for me using an herb called Jagulon, which is also called the King's Crown. There's a wonderful book by Dr. Marcus Lowe that talks about the benefits there. I actually uh, take it as a tea now as well. And I'll also be um, having on display just some, you know, people can come by and do actual personal meditation. So what that would be is sort of a, a scan of your personal energy and looking at the body, maybe some emotion that is behind why you're experiencing Parkinson's or other um, stress in your body, and then the steps that would align your energy current time to move through some of the emotional and even past life conversations that might be attached to to why we're experiencing it. How can people get in touch, Holly? Please find me on my website. My website is www.hollyhughes.info, H-O-L-L-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S.info. I am uh, pretty busy having great therapies, but I like to keep my events updated there, and I have some links to my blog. I, I blog about my expressive yoga, I blog about uh, upcoming research that we're finding that is connecting the sound therapies with not only Parkinson's recovery but many um, neurological and mental states such as anxiety and stuff like that. So my website is the best way to have the most recent and up-to-date information on everything that I have going on. I look forward to seeing you soon in Santa Fe. Thank you. 
I receive many, many questions, emails, and phone calls from individuals, and the question seems to typically turn on, are there really anybody out there that has been successful in reversing their symptoms? And my answer is always, well, yes, there are many people, and if you'd like to meet a number of those individuals, come to the Parkinson's Recovery Summit. Gord, Summer, and Holly Hughes are two remarkable individuals who figured out some approaches and some therapies that work for them. They're only two among many, many other individuals who've got their own stories to tell. To get information about the summit, it's really easy. In fact, to get information about all the support services that we offer here at Parkinson's Recovery, you just have to remember the words Parkinson's Recovery. And you'll find if you'll put that on a search engine, the first result that comes up is parkinsonsrecovery.com. In other words, the main website. When you go there, you'll see links to all of the various websites that we support. For example, you'll see a link to this radio show. So if you ever forget the link, all you have to do is remember the main website address. You'll also see a link to the Summit website. So go to the main website, click on the Summit website, and you'll see the stories about Gord Summer, Holly Hughes, Jacqueline Gisburn, and the 15 other remarkable individuals who will be giving workshops and also providing individual sessions, consultations, or treatments to individuals who'd like to take advantage of those. I first actually became acquainted with Dr. Jacqueline Gisburn four years ago when the phone rang, and a person I'd never heard from or talked with said, so, my name is Jacqueline Gisburn. I'm a researcher, Ph.D. type, just like you, and you are the only person that I found in my research in scanning the Internet who basically is saying that trauma is connected to the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. And I said, well, that's right, and I haven't found anybody yet else that is saying the same thing. And she said, well, I am. That's been my discovery. So I think we need to combine together and begin to do some serious collaborative work. Well, that was the beginning four years ago. Dr. Gisburn has really focused a great deal of her research on individuals who currently experience Parkinson's symptoms, and she has had remarkable results. But not only that, she approaches this from a researcher, and so she very systematically looks at exactly what's coming up as she does what she is calling beta resets using neurofeedback. A new technology, she's had a profound influence on using this as it applies to Parkinson's individuals. And I, I must tell you, before you even hear this particular interview, that it is an amazing approach that's helping many individuals find sustained relief from the symptoms that they currently experience. Dr. Gisburn will be one of the presenters at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, and as you hear toward the end of this interview, she will also be offering individual sessions to persons who are interested in experiencing beta resets or her version of neurofeedback. Obviously, she can only see so many individuals, so if you're seriously interested at the conclusion of this radio show, I suggest you ring her up and get on the list of a person who would like to be able to receive that treatment. It lasts about an hour or an hour and a half, and she'll also mention, but I really want to emphasize, it's at a 50% discount rate. She normally charges $200 for this full service, and she's only charging a mere $100 for a remarkable experience. Here's Dr. Jacqueline. One of the amazing presenters at the Parkinson's Recovery 2013 Summit in Santa Fe, New Mexico, February 21st through 24th, will be Dr. Jacqueline Gisburn, who's been doing groundbreaking work and making discoveries about the factors that are causing the symptoms that are associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. It's a high honor for me, Dr. Gisburn, to have you on the radio show today. Thank you. Thank now, you. you have really focused quite a bit of your work on Parkinson's. Tell everybody a bit about what that's been all about. We started out using a protocol that takes advantage of, of EEG neurofeedback technology. The uh, protocol is called Beta Reset. It capitalizes on novelty and some core structural connectivity in the brain. And what we found was, in the process, it would 
disengage and rebound certain frequencies that are dysregulated in, globally in the brain of people who have many movement disorders and other chronic conditions. And when we do the process, we found that people would share their some autobiographical stories of growing up, early life experiences, and and we started distilling down some of those stories and found some very interesting similarities. And from there, we started doing the meta-analysis of the the research to find out why would individuals with Parkinson's uh, symptoms have these similarities and what could that do to the brain function and how could it alter uh, gene expression and how could these have an impact that would be so far reaching into adulthood. And what we found was um, a framework that's called Connectome kind of like a genome, uh, all-encompassing, that allows us to put together these life events, the potential for impact on the brain, and how that is consistent with the findings we found in the brain, uh, the neurology, particular to uh, Parkinson's disease. And what it provides for us is that we can start looking at how do we disengage that habituated patterned behavior of the brain in order to have long-term and even permanent uh, reversal of symptoms. And that's what we're working on at this point. It sounds like then that you're discovering that some of the factors that are aggravating and causing the symptoms actually occurred at a very early age. That's correct. We found that there are long-term lifestyle conditions that predate age five, and those set in motion um, a whole dynamic that actually does is associated with the personality that's been associated with Parkinson's, as well as uh, basic core beliefs about themselves and about the world around them that are very consistent with people who have um, come to our office and have uh, the symptoms associated with Parkinson's. And so there's early life, there's pre-puberty, and there's then a catalytic event after the um, personality is kind of set, that seems to be consistent across the board. So we've been exploring uh, how those are interrelated with the neurology that has been associated with Parkinson's. When you summarize all of these biographies and these experiences at a very early age, then apparently there is some consistency. Can you explain a bit what you found is happening at an early age? Well, one of the early things that we find is that children under the age of eight and really under the age of five are learning how to interpret the world and themselves. So they they what they sense, what they need, what they feel, and what and how to express it. That's how we attune to self. We have no way of really experiencing the world except through our senses and through this attunement. And if that's disrupted and we find that they change from this internal directive, internal loci, to an external loci, where they may be expected to be... Um, a caretaker or may perceive that if they do certain things, a parent will have a better or different mood state. And they start looking at external loci in order to be safe or be loved or be cared for at an adequate level. They become uh, very much caretakers and develop a strong external loci and they develop a sense of perfectionism. And it's the perfectionism that holds the dynamic in place. And if that's the piece that we can 
uh, disentangle in the process so that they can begin living with what is and appreciating what is instead of focusing on everything they do is inadequate because they're focusing on what it isn't. And we look at the shame and abandonment that kind of keep this grounded at the core. And even though people say, I don't feel shame, it may be because they're disconnected from self, their needs, their feelings, their needs of expression, and how they sense the world. That There's a disconnect that occurs early on that actually does change the neurology and it can activate gene expression. I talk to many individuals on the telephone who are evaluating whether or not they might come to the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, February 21st. And for many people, I hear the following reports. Oh, I, I've looked at the description of the summit, and there's so many exciting workshops and people who were there and treatments to get. I'd love to go, but I can't because I have to take care of, and then, of course, the fill-in-blank varies from person to person, but I have to take care of my 98-year-old mother or my uncle or my wife or my husband or my daughter or my son or my grandchild. Now, it sounds like that might be related to what happened to that person at an early age that is connected to their symptoms. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We find them to be um, caretakers to extreme their sense of worth, their sense of being, their sense of uh, themselves is really um, due to that need to care for others rather than identifying what is necessary within their, their own being. And it has a, a very uh, sinister hook to it because it allows them to stay deflected from their own feelings. And they get, when they were small, they had a, a sense of empowerment, which was very um, enhancing to their sense of self. But it was a false empowerment and they really weren't resourced to handle the situations that many of them felt that they were doing well at to become perfectionism or perfectionists in that process. And it distorts their sense of the world, world and themselves and actually starts creating a rigid black and white thinking and a freeze. And that dynamic is part of the... Um, process of the symptoms uh, manifesting and progressing. Now, having discussed some of the factors that are at play here that you find are in common across individuals that you have worked with over the last three or four years, you also have a technology or an approach that actually helps people uh, connect with themselves and reverse all that has happened in the past. What is that? We use several modalities, but we, we start out with the beta reset, which uses the neurofeedback technology. And it, it just interrupts and reestablishes and interrupts and reestablishes about 15 times in 20 minutes. And over a period of several weeks, we can actually get the brain to stop running an old pattern and have enough time to reestablish a new pattern that can be habituated over time then. And then we introduce several other modalities to help with that black and white thinking that need to be perfect in order to be acceptable thinking. And over the course of a year, we address holidays and families and and better strategies for coping and developing relationships so that when they come out on the other side, they have a, a more healthy sense of themselves and we see people titrating off of their meds because their symptoms are um, reversing and going into remission. So just to clarify for all listeners, 
when you're saying titrating off the meds, what you're saying is people who have experienced this therapy with you and your colleagues have been able to reduce their medications. Do I understand that correctly? That's correct. Because I get many questions, Dr. Gisborne, That's from correct. people, and they say, is it even possible to reduce the medications or get off of them? And so what yes. you're saying is, yes, you have many examples that that's actually happened. Yes. yes. And there are many modalities out there that really enhance the brain. When we talk about mindfulness and meditation, there are ways to learn to do that and integrate it into your everyday life without sitting down and, you know, uh, chanting mantras. But it's really a, an active process that once an individual starts moving in that direction, they find that they can self-regulate so that their body doesn't go into a Parkinsonian uh, process. When you were describing the neurofeedback technology that you use to help the brain find new ways of connecting those neural pathways, does it hurt? No, actually it doesn't at all. And we're not putting anything into the brain. We're not using electroshock or sound therapy, and we're not driving the brain. You're actually watching a screen that has a Pac-Man-type game on it, and your brain, we just put sensors on the head in and around that, that core structural area, and then we activate uh, the parameters for what makes the game start and stop, and your brain quickly figures out that that part of your head, that part of your brain, is actually being read, and the screen is responding to whether or not you stay within certain parameters. And as we change the parameters, it has to scan over and over and over, and it does that suppression and, and rebounding process that is a global function, and in doing that, it seems to um, reset the activity. Now, for, um, those, for those of you who are listening to the show here, you can also go on to the Parkinson's Recovery blog, and I will update a posting that shows Dr. Gisborne actually offering a treatment, a neurofeedback treatment or a beta reset to an individual who happens to have the symptoms of Parkinson's. So you can see technically exactly what all of that looks like. So when you say there are a bunch of wires on the head, uh, there are literally wires that are stuck up there. Does it hurt for a person to have them put on their head? No. Actually, they, there's just some contact paste and they stick to the scalp. And there's sensors. They're not uh, um, anything that can transmit anything to into the brain. So you're sitting at a computer, and they're looking also at a computer screen. Are you asking them questions like quiz questions, you know, maybe math problems or questions about their childhood? No. We're actually letting them just watch the screen as though it's a television set and watch the process, and their brain quickly figures out how to get it to start and stop. And when it gets it to start and go, it gets a a perk, and when it stops, the brain quickly scans to say, what do I need to do to get it started again? And so we're just using a very simple dynamic of what the brain naturally does. And because it's used to pain, it uh, learns how to do that, and those networks then become enhanced and reinforced over, over time. And that's a theory of neurofeedback. Now, the difference is neurofeedback uses that operant conditioning uh, of the learning and, and reinforcing the network, and we're using one that is called novelty that causes the brain to do global scanning back and forth across the different hemispheres. And then once we interrupt an old pattern and we want to establish a new one, then we use more traditional neurofeedback protocols. As you work with people, is it the case sometimes that people have memories or feelings that surface as a result of just looking at this game? Well, they may have some things that they start to notice. They may have sensations and other things. And then we have them do some modalities that may, well, one of them is called tapping. And the reason we do that is because it produces 12 to 15 hertz across uh, the hemispheres 
And that's a very quieting thing for the brain. And it then quiets down through the brain stem into the body. And we see uh, the body then and the brain start recognizing that as a means to jumpstart a self-regulatory process that's been disrupted to a certain degree in uh, the Parkinson's uh, condition. You've worked with a number of individuals who have a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. What results do you see? Immediately, we usually see the remission of symptoms, even in, say, a level five uh, who's in a nursing home. We've seen the remission of symptoms, the, uh, either alleviation or the reduction in the intensity of the symptoms. And when that occurs, we then realize that there is dopamine available, which was kind of contrary to the conventional thought that there is no dopamine. What we're finding is that by re-regulating the brain, the dopamine's available, and that's why we believe we see the, the alleviation of symptoms. And we see that, and immediately if the dopamine's available, then the dopamine that's taken through medication will create symptoms of over-medication. And so we've found that working with doctors and um, people in the healthcare profession, the individual then can consider titration as long as the brain is now moving in a more regulated state. So and that happens within a week, usually. Ah. So it's not an issue of the availability of dopamine in most cases. It's a question of access to dopamine. Yeah, we believe that at this point there is dopamine available. And it's just that the brain is highly dysregulated. Now, we realize that there is cell death and there there is compromises. But what we found is that if a person could not move and they were frozen and they were taking the stutter steps and within a single session they could take a normal step and we see the tongue stop no longer is rolling and their speech is, is fluid and their handwriting is starting to look different. We have to consider the fact that the dysregulation is really at issue and that dopamine is available in all of the five receptor sites, whereas it may not have been prior to that. When you've been on the show previously, you've mentioned that you do intensive work for people over several weeks. Is that still the case at your clinic facilities in Colorado? Yes. We found that it takes three weeks to establish a, a pattern to create a habit and it takes about three weeks to get one stopped. And so in the process, we're teaching new techniques of how to function, how to interact, how to deal with things, how to think, through uh, things differently. And we do the neurofeedback, both the beta reset and the more traditional neurofeedback, to help augment the brain as it processes through change. And then over the course of the next month, we um, have them linked into other modalities that can help uh, support the process when they go back home. You're going to be making a uh, presentation at one of the workshops at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, but also you're going to be offering, as I understand it, individual treatments for individuals who'd like to sign up for those. Tell folks a little bit about that. We will be offering about uh, 12 sessions, 10, between 10 and 12 sessions for individuals so that we can start them through the process and determine if they would be good candidates to go further with this. And so what you do is you, I can give you um, a phone number and you can contact me and we will start make a making a list. Then on the 21st we will get people together who've signed up and we will uh, make arrangements so that they can, uh, I can meet with them individually. So what's the phone number? My number is 
1-800-930-2001. And the reason to call in advance would be that there may be many more people that would like to receive this therapeutic treatment than you have spaces available. So if they call ahead of time, they'll be able to get on the list. Correct. The other thing that we're going to provide is we have made a list of these preliminary findings that we have, and we would like to know how consistent that is across a larger group of people. And so we're going to put together a, a short questionnaire, and we would like as many people as possible to consider taking it and then leave some contact information if they would like to be contacted further as we go forward. We have a, a graduate student who would like to use this as a the foundation for her dissertation. Oh, how wonderful. So she is helping to put together this questionnaire. And from that, those people who like to be part of a a cohort group that we um, work with in the area of these developmental life events, um, then we will have uh, resources to contact them and um, see if we can't put together a larger evidence-based database of whether or not this has strong correlations or not. How long would an individual session last? Well, it, uh, we're looking at between an hour and 90 minutes. And um, that's why there won't be very many sessions uh, over the course of the day because we want to be able to take as much time with the individual as possible. And sometimes when you just have it be a 50-minute session, it just isn't adequate to really take care of because if stories come up and and they're relevant and maybe even intense, we want to be able to extinguish those and to help the body release that from its um, autonomic uh, programming. Well, how fascinating. And how much do these individual private sessions cost? They'll cost $100 each. And um, we kind of work with what it's, uh, the time that we would be putting in and thought that that would be a good price for the summit. And, gee, Jacqueline, that's a huge discount over the regular fee, is it not? It is. It is. So one more time, what's the phone number for people to call to get on the list? You can actually do it one of two ways. You can contact me by phone at 970-930-2001, or you can email me, and I'll give you an email that comes right into my phone, so I'll have it, and you can send your contact information from there. And it's data reset, B-E-T-A-R-E-S. Et at gmail.com. And then for individuals then that need to schedule up an appointment, probably a good time to convene everybody who's called you in advance would be at the reception on Thursday evening at the La Fonda. Would that be correct? You know, I probably will not be in um, by then. I probably will not get there until almost noon on Friday, simply because flights being what they were, and I had uh, a client here from out of state that I need to um, take care of, and so I actually am going to be driving down, and will be leaving when I finish here on Thursday. Ah, I see. So, so you'll so you'll be able to get everybody convened together once you arrive down there? I will. That's wonderful. Well, I want you to know that I am totally excited about the incredible discoveries that you've been making over these last three or four years. It's remarkable work. Uh, you know, we're very excited because for us, we realize that we now have the possibility and the potential to create non-invasive therapeutic interventions that can be front-loaded into the process and start alleviating many of the things as, as well as possible before we start going into heavy-duty medications and, and brain stimulation and even operations. We can really look at 
enhancing the quality of life at the front end and maybe even not having to go down that progressive road um, for many people. And then what is your website, once again? You know, we're rebuilding our website. So um, our website now is www.theconnectedself.com. And so it's we're developing a new one for the Gisborne Heart Institute, and hopefully we'll have have that uh, up and launched uh, within another month or six weeks, I believe. Wonderful. And you'll be able to get information about Dr. Gisborne's presentation, her workshop at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, and also you'll be able to see information about her biography and her background on the Summit website, which is www.summit.parkinsonsrecovery.com. Well, Dr. Gisborne, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us just a little bit about some of your discoveries, and we also look forward to learning more about your research and your discoveries at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Robert Rogers, from Parkinson's Recovery. If you're listening to this show this very moment, you are one of 106,276 individuals who have been listening to Parkinson's Recovery radio shows. I also happen to know that the mass majority of individuals who hear my show actually listen to the archives, which, of course, are free rather than listening live. Of course, we get quite a few live listeners as well. I have an incentive for you to call in live next Wednesday because I'll have Sherry Edwards on the air, and she will be live. Now, having had Sherry as a guest on previous radio shows, she typically asks people to call in, and she actually does voice profile analyses live for you. If you'd like to have some clues about what factors might actually be aggravating the symptoms that you currently experience, you can get a free analysis from the one and only Sherry Edwards, who is not only internationally famous and a leader in bio acoustics, but who has actually trained hundreds and hundreds of individuals who do this work for their friends, families, and colleagues across the world. So tune in next week. She'll be my live guest, and you'll be able to get a voice profile analysis for yourself if you'd like to volunteer to do that on the show. You'll also hear more about what Sherry will be presenting at you guessed it, the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe. She will be there in full force, not only providing a informative workshop that will be experiential, but she'll also have a station set up so you'll be able to actually get some diagnostic firsthand information for yourself because uh, they'll be able to s- support you right there live at their station. She's also just announced, and I just got an email about this two days ago, she's actually going to be sponsoring a two-day special training session for individuals who want to learn how to do voice profiling the two days after the summit. So that would be February 25th and 26th. It will be held at the... La Fonda Hotel, in other words, the very same hotel where the summit will be held. So if you're interested at all in being able to learn how to do voice profiling, she'll be having a training session, and she'll, of course, talk a great deal more in detail about that training session on the radio show next week. There's a technology involved, so you have to do uh, some learning about how to capture the voice profiles, how to analyze them, and then how to interpret the actual results. So I'm excited to report that Sherry will be our live guest. She will also be one of the 18 presenters at the Parkinson's Recovery Summit, so you'll be able to actually hear from her firsthand what she's discovered in working with over 100 individuals personally who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. She'll tell her story. She'll talk about what she's discovered of the factors that cause those symptoms, and you'll be able to learn a great deal from her own research that has focused quite a bit here over the last couple of years on persons who have a diagnosis currently of Parkinson's disease. Like Dr. Jacqueline Gisborne, Sherry Edwards has been doing some remarkable research and has been discovered 
delivering some exciting revelations about what causes Parkinson's and what you can do about it using bioacoustics or better said, using sound therapy. So be sure to check into the show next week. Of course, if you can't listen live, listen to the archive, because all shows are archived, and all shows from Partisans Recovery are free to listen at any time. And of course, please be very serious about considering coming down to the Parkinson's Recovery Summit in Santa Fe. It's the one and only opportunity to meet all of the people that are the movers and shakers and figuring out options that are helping people reverse their symptoms. No, there's no one solution. No, there's no one therapy that's going to do the trick. But I can tell you, putting together several of these approaches for yourself will make a remarkable impact in, in helping you to be able to reverse whatever symptoms you currently experience. The summit is just as much for family members as it is for persons who currently experience Parkinson's symptoms. So, Everyone gets to participate. Everyone gets to take advantage of treatments and therapies that will also be offered to individuals on a private basis. For further information, visit the Summit website, www.summit.parkinsonsrecovery.com. You can always call our long-distance number. I don't call, if I don't answer live, I'll be delighted to return your call. That number is 877 or you can always email me, Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, at parkinsonsrecovery.com. I look forward to connecting with many of you at the summit on the evening reception, which convenes at 7 p.m. on Thursday evening, the 21st of February, at the La Fonda Hotel, where you'll have an opportunity to meet many of the individuals who will be making presentations. And, of course, many of the individuals who will be present and participating, many of whom, although not even offering workshops, are also uh, <clears throat> able to uh, find ways to reverse their symptoms. So you're going to get incredible information and have a life-changing experience by coming to the summit. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you are listening to this radio show today, that you are indeed on the road to recovery. I look forward to connecting with you on the radio show next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, if not earlier. May you have a magnificent week. This is Robert Rogers, and this is Parkinson's Recovery. Good day.